everybody. Welcome back to another episode of First and Lasties. My name is Josh, and with me this week we've got Joe. Hey, man. And Jimmy. What's up, pasta? Pasta friends, pals. You're just scared that we we're going to talk about spaghetti hot dogs again. Oh, <laughs> make me vomit right off the bat. <laughs> but 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 we won't do that. How how's everybody's weeks? Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty fine. I mean, it's uh less freezing cold here in the the Minnesotas. Yeah, slightly. So, it's positive. We were I saw Joe outside in a park. Mhm. Nice. I didn't see you, but you saw me. Yeah, I mean, if you didn't if you didn't see me, that's really weird because I'm pretty confident you took a picture of me on a Polaroid, but you didn't appear in it, which was weird. Yeah, I didn't show up. Just... Well, that's because I'm a vampire. <laughs> it was just a tree, hmm. <clears throat> just a twilight vampire. I sp- well, yeah, I, all I showed up as a sparkly, sparkly silhouette. <laughs> Is that I'm what tw- happens in that movie? I think in Twilight they sparkle in the sunshine. Isn't that yeah. true? Yeah, they like shimmer in the sun. That's really dumb. But mm-hmm. they don't die. No, That's no. The spark no. sparkle Stupid. gives them no pain. But I mean, like it, it lines up. If if we're also living in a universe where like you're an immortal vampire and what you choose to do with that power is like go to high school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It lines up in that in this universe, uh, vampires sparkle also. So instead of die, <laughs> yeah, in the sun. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're a if you're a uh, deathless vampire that can live forever, and you decide that you want to go hunt for some high school chicks, yeah, <laughs> problematic. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I saw the first Twilight movie with my roommate at the time, and I hated every second of it. She really liked it, <laughs> and I will never watch any of the other ones ever again. I've seen like one of the middle ones. I don't even know which one it <laughs> you was. Didn't even, you didn't even see? You just saw one in the middle? Yeah. I don't remember. It's like the one where like Edward's away, and like she's hanging out with the werewolf. Nice. You could have said it's the one with and then said anything <laughs> and I would have been like, sure. So your team Jacob is what you're saying. Yeah, always. He's warm. <laughs> your team Jacob because you've never even met Edward. <laughs> yeah. <Just laughs> absent sense. vampire boyfriend. I don't know, man. Edward's also Batman, right? So, uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. He's going to be, be, yeah. So that's weird. The Which bat. I cannot picture at all. But apparently he's good at acting now. Uh, he is in. I've seen him in a movie that was really good with Willem Dafoe, Jimmy. Yeah, The Lighthouse. Um, the Lighthouse. I've heard yeah. it's good. It's a very good movie. Yeah. Did he shimmer in the sun? It was. It was in black and white. No such thing as sun in black and white. So no shimmering. <laughs> There's no sun. There's no okay. sun when you're in black and white. That's how it works. Well, thank God this is not the world's <laughs> premier Twilight podcast. Maybe it is. You don't know that. I'm calling that <laughs> not true. Um, this is first and last, but we're not. This isn't a normal episode. This is the end of season seven. So therefore, it is once again time for our award show. 
the first and lasties. Cue in music and like some <laughs> soft golf claps. It's TV's <laughs> night out. <laughs> is that the Golden Globes? What is that? I don't know. It's uh, it's our night to give awards to, to things. <laughs> it's our night to not pick a show this week. <laughs> this is a break kind of. <laughs> from television. Yeah. Um, but Joe, really quick, just in case somebody's just really into award shows and they clicked on this podcast, what is first and last normally? So normally we take a TV show and we watch the first episode, uh, make some predictions, and then skip right to the end and watch the last episode uh, and see how well we did and just see how the show evolved. So every week we pick a show and then every 25 weeks we do kind of a look back at what we saw, what we liked, what we didn't. and Yeah, a clip show, if you will. <laughs> yeah. We should Next season we'll just do not even an award show just clips just clip together some non sequiturs from previous episodes just three minutes of all 25 episodes the best three minutes we have mm-hmm. man I we're gonna like have to, to hire we're is. gonna have to hire an editor if we're gonna do something like that because <laughs> i'm telling you right now i'm not doing that uh, <laughs> it's just a solid 30 minutes of just and we're back <laughs> yeah just that over and over again <laughs> and we're back (laughs) um so we're gonna do our normal three-point structure as we do we got our intro oh we've got our well well, and then we'll where jimmy likes to uh rain down facts and figures on us facts yeah i know you do i have some figures Um, (laughs) and then we're gonna get into what we think was the best and the worst first and last Mm-hmm. And then after that, we're going to do some superlatives, a.k.a. silly awards. <laughs> <laughs> the the first and sillies. Yeah. It's the, uh, si- it's the best cinematography of, of awards. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's, like, really pumped about those awards, you know? <laughs> so, uh, Somebody. what do you got? What do you got for us, Jim? Oh, well, wouldn't you like to, uh, (laughs) so I have, this is one that I haven't, we haven't talked about, I think in the hundred and however many, how many? This is episode 185. Oh, nice. Um, so do you have any idea what our all time, like download number is? Like no what idea. episode? Like through, like from the beginning of first and last to now, how many? There's a there's a term that I'm not that's not coming <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> All the downloads that have so happened tra- of any first and last episode, like our total podcasts downloads. <laughs> 45. Is this, 40, make, 40. is this making sense? <laughs> you're talking about the total number of downloads of any episode? Is that what you're saying? Of of all the cumulative episodes. Oh, so all 184, basically. Right. Okay. Added together. Uh, Based on 30. probably some bad <laughs> analytics that was given to us. Uh, 
26. <laughs> Close. <laughs> uh, should, I just, should I just drop the number? It actually went yeah. up um since i, well, I hope it always afternoon, i hope it's too. always going up right you yeah. know we do one of them like i mean it went like, down in the last like couple hours i had to i, I happened to refresh <laughs> and so i was like dang thirty-one thousand seven hundred and thirty-eight downloads downloads thirty-one thousand. Oh. which yeah and that's like most i feel like i don't hardly ever download podcasts that's not like streams that's downloads so hmm. interesting yeah the only time I ever download like podcasts or TV shows or anything like that is like when I'm going to go fly somewhere or travel, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So impressive. There there are there are definitely people, though, that are like creatures of habit and or like Wi-Fi fiends. And so they and they just don't want to use their data. Like yeah. they're afraid yeah, to use their data. So I get I it. I should probably start doing that because I run out of data all the time. <laughs> I don't have that. I don't have that issue up right now. Anyway, (laughs) uh, so that's that one. The um, listeners, all-time listeners, unique listeners that we've had is seven thousand nine hundred and thirty-three. So almost to eight thousand guys. That was just me logging on to a bunch of different (laughs) IPs. Yeah. Yeah. We got like a bot farm in like Vietnam. That's just like I used. I used 7,000 different VPNs to get that. <laughs> and that actually went up today, too, which I feel like is weird. Like, I feel like that's something you don't you, you don't frequently get new listeners. So we can, we're, we're taking up to that big 8,000. Um, next one I have is during season seven. This season. This 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 season, so October, like I think it was like fourteenth, I think was the the first episode. I could actually tell you October fourteenth. Yep, twenty twenty. Yeah, what, we did what? some spooky stuff. So, I think it was yeah, October. that was the first spooky month show. Mm-hmm. Which show was that? Santa Clarita Diet. Oh yeah. Um. So anyway, since then, our most listened to episode, not necessarily of season seven, but uh, Frasier. Yeah, Frasier. Still Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> so many people still listening to Frasier. Well, I mean, there's all this new Frasier reboot news coming up, too. Oh, so man. Yeah, Frasier is hot right now. Yeah. Everyone's looking for. Yeah. So hot right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that going to be a Paramount Plus thing? I yeah, I don't know. Buy stuff. So, hey, (laughs) I got a little bone to pick with Paramount Plus, if I may go on a two-minute tangent. (laughs) Yeah, we got time. So, remember back in, uh, like, season two or three, when, oh, nope, two, episode 48, when we watched watched Jersey Shore, (laughs) and then me and my lady friend watched all of Jersey Shore together. (laughs) Well... I don't even know if I need to be admitting this or should be, but we've also now been watching Jersey Shore Family Vacation, which is <laughs> the 2017 to like 2021 TV series. Oh, for wow, Jersey this Shore. thing is still going. Yeah. So on Hulu, the first two seasons are there, but season three and four 
are not available yet. Season five is like going on right now, I think. But and those mm-hmm. are on MTV. So I looked it up. Paramount Plus streams MTV shows. Cool. Signed up for my month long like free subscription. Mm-hmm. Log in. Paramount Plus only has season one of Family Vacation. And I'm look <laughs> and I'm like, that was on Hulu. I already have that. Now I hate you forever. Oh man. That sucks. So, but un- but unfortunately or fortunately, we found out that uh, there's a different show that has four seasons on it called Snooky and Jay Wow. So we're currently watching <laughs> oh, that. Hmm. I'm just taking just what you can get. <laughs> all the content, yeah. all the Jersey content. Nice. Hey, season two of uh, Jersey Shore Family Vacation is kind of fun because it's the season where Mike the Situation gets married and also uh, gets divorced. <laughs> Uh, no, and also gets uh, convicted of his like tax crime thing that he did and gets sentenced to eight months in jail. So it's like... That's season two? Yeah. I mean, he hasn't gone to jail yet. I am assuming that was in season three, but maybe I'll never find out. Paramount Plus. <laughs> oh, jeez. <clears throat> oh, man. I just gotta... Want... So is any of that actual reality? Is any of that based... <laughs> like... I mean, he got he really got committed of that crime and really okay. got married to that lady. So I I assume most okay. of it's based in reality. <laughs> like at a certain point, like because I'm assuming season three is that they're the the film crew just follows him right into prison, right? Like how what <laughs> what kind of prison is this really? <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming it's a Martha Stewart type prison facility. You know, yeah. just still doing his cooking shows from inside there. Yeah, Start they ain't calling gonna, him Prison Mike. Yeah, they ain't going to throw Big Daddy Sitch into the, the federal pound you in the ass type prison. <laughs> they actually call him Big Daddy Sitch. I'm seeing that on his Wikipedia. Oh That's right. Oh, Daddy Sitch. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> are you... Uh, no, yeah, now... end Paramount rant. We're good. You can continue. Okay. Sorry. I just, I just want to say now that the jersey shore always just makes me think of that it's always sunny episode where they go to the jersey shore and mm-hmm. uh frank and and mac get lost in the like float out to sea with their rum ham they're just in their floaty ham. far away like they don't know where shore is ah it's great rum ham okay so uh, what, what did I say? So Frasier was the most listened to during this, this last season, but the the most listened to episode of season seven. Any thoughts? Ooh, I, I want it to be supernatural. Oh, I know you do. Uh, man, it might be. I don't know. They got a following. Uh, Like Twin Peaks is pretty popular, but it's kind of niche. Mm, I don't know. True. true. Uh... Neither. Fuller House. Of those. Going, going with Fuller Neither House. Final those. answer. <laughs> Shooting your shot on Fuller House. Fuller House. Uh, the Good Place. Oh. Oh yeah. People really. That's a good show. So that makes sense. Yeah, it has. It definitely has a lot of fans. Plus, it just that one actually ended that year, didn't we? Was it still 2020 when we listened to that? Watched that? Whatever we did. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. November 11th, 2020. So yeah, there you have it. 
Th- those are my facts. Ah, those are my well, hey, Jimmy. Facts. Play my. I did music. a little fact. Oh. Won't have it. Um. I did a little fact check too while I was uh, preparing to add up our numbers to see who won season seven. FYI, I don't. I still don't know who did it. I haven't hit uh, sum up the the columns yet on the spreadsheet, so we will all find out together. But I color coded all twenty five episodes in what I would have deco- like what I think the genre of each show we watched was. Mm, um, to try to see where we what did we watch more of uh and i would say i I did sitcom slash kind of comedy show we watched nine of those Mm -hmm. good place workaholics portlandia mindy project hanging with mr cooper people just do nothing that was that british Mm -hmm. show uh fuller house mad about you and modern family um we watched four sci-fi shows which were firefly supernatural uh, Orphan Black and The Man in the High Castle. And uh, argue with me if you think I've mis misjudged these, put them in the wrong category. I tried my best. Uh, we watched one musical type show, Crazy Hex Girlfriend. Uh, two horror TV shows, American Horror Story. The f- uh, I believe it's the first season, Murder House. And then we watched the first season of Slasher, which was Executioner. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we had five drama slash comedy shows usually more longer in length that uh santa clarita glow monk royal pains and i didn't know i didn't really know where to put freaks and geeks if they should be in sitcom Mm -hmm. or just kind of like a drama comedy Hmm. but i I figured i put freaks and geeks in drama slash comedy because it's technically uh a teen drama Mm mm-hmm um, and then second to last, we watched three kids shows. Are you afraid of the dark mm-hmm. power Rangers, Ninja storm and power Rangers, Dino thunder. Okay. And then the one other show cannot be put into a category. So I said other and it's twin peaks. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I have no idea. <laughs> I would put that in sci-fi probably. Yeah. I was thinking about that. But I just thought also because it's funny, I put twins, Twin Peaks. It is, it is very other, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> other. <That's, yeah. laughs> I'll allow it. Okay. Wait, so, so what that, What was so we're, sitcom we're just, we, the most? Sitcom heavy. And then I almost, instead of hit, putting sense. drama slash comedy, I just almost wrote the, the category as uh, USA Network shows. Because <laughs> we seem to... <laughs> our bread and butter these days yeah so <laughs> that makes sense because i think um so like sitcoms being our most i feel like most tv is sitcoms like most things written for tv mm-hmm. yeah that's a that's a, a high percentage so it makes sense that that's our percentage mm-hmm. i would agree I'm and they're short <laughs> we're not watching like a two-hour pilot for modern family or something yeah we ain't watching Nash every week. Yeah, I uh, wish we were. Wish I we mean, were. we still got that. We still got that like a uh, golden goose to chase, which is Walker Texas Ranger, which Oof. has got like a three-hour. I think that might be. In, I think the first episode's just a movie, and then the last episode's just mm. also 
some sort of movie. Like Dr. Quinn was like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a lot. Speaking of Walker uh, and Supernatural, have you started uh, watching the the Walker reboot? No. Has that started? No, it's, it's started, I believe. It's going. I have not. I have not With watched the... my good friend Jared Padalecki play Walker. I'm sure it's great. <laughs> All right. Well, is it time to take a tiny break and then come back and talk about our best and worst of the season? Let's do it. Stay tuned. And we're back. And it's time, lads, to pick our best first and last of the season and also our worst first and last of the season um i i have obviously uh, i think believe we've all picked uh, what we want did we do do we normally do worst are we going to do worst or best first i guess is the question i think we usually do worst first first is worst okay. first is the worst <laughs> that's what all those losers say uh does anybody want to throw theirs out first Anyone want to be the worst at being the worst? Yeah, I'll start. I, yeah, go yeah. for it. <laughs> I, I had... was going to say I don't because I have kind of a tie and I want to see what you guys say. Okay. okay. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, for my worst, I had the Mindy Project. Oh. Mm. Laid on us. Why is that? I, I Having a mildly hard time remembering the finale oh. of the Mindy Project. Let's Let's all announce our worst and then... Okay. Come back in case we overlap. My okay. worst was Monk. Mm. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Are those the two that you had tied? <laughs> no, no. Oh. Yeah, were you, t- were you tied between the Mindy Project They're not. I just, I just love Tony Shalhoub. That's uh, gotcha. I, there's no, I have no problem with Tony Shalhoub. I think he's perfect for that show. We have, tell us what you had first before I go off. I have crazy ex-girlfriend okay okay you're just mad because there wasn't enough ne- uh yeah i thought you were really what positive on that <laughs> what? Yeah. i said you were just i was gonna say you were just mad because there wasn't enough original songs in the last one or something like that mm. but i'm like trying to remember back and i was like i feel like you really liked how it ended when she like was about to sing her song and then she didn't <laughs> sing I, okay like the very end like i i was i was I was fine with that. Like I, I, I just said I saw that coming. Yeah, yeah. Where you guys were like, oh, ready to I thought it was, we were about to roll into a song. Yeah, you're making me want to change to Crazy Ex Girlfriend because that dumbass ending. <laughs> but no, <laughs> that was like the Twist. only part that I liked. Let's let's go back to Joe. What mini project? <laughs> back to me. What's um, up? I think. Well, first, I feel like we had a lot of actually like pretty good first and last this season. Um, I feel like in yeah. previous seasons, there's like kind of a few stinkers. And I feel like for a lot of this season, even though maybe I didn't love every show, like they all had like a, like a first and a last that you're like, okay, I get it. I get this show. Um, and I feel like that's where the Mindy project failed for me, where it's like, we watched the pilot and it was a little bit like half baked, um, at least like the setting was fully there where you get the gist of it's going to be like 
a story of this like professional woman, but told within the schema of like a like '90s rom com. But like the characters weren't really as formed as I would expect for you know even for a pilot, um, especially with like the relationship between Mindy and her um, like coworker who ends up being her love interest. Like there was a lot of like weird meanness between them that I was just like kind of turned off by or just like I don't know if they're like friends and like they can say this shit to each other but like this is making me uncomfortable um so yeah Yeah. so the pilot felt a little not quite fully baked and then the finale um was like kind of conventional in like not interesting ways where it was still like a wedding of some of her co-workers and then she ends up with like the guy from the first episode who from what I read, like wasn't part of the last few seasons. It looks like he looks like they just kind of came, he kind of came back to wrap up that storyline. Um, so like it just started off with like kind of a whimper and then ended like on a weird note too. So I don't know. It just in total didn't work for me and I didn't Yeah, more so that makes it not a good first and last is, I wasn't really even intrigued of like, well, what happened in between? It was just sort of like, this was weird. This was also weird. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. So, so Mindy was my other show. (laughs) Ah, okay. Oh, okay. Um, for similar reasons, like it, it also for me had that weird, so it changed. It went. It went on and became a Hulu show in the middle, mm-hmm. and I th- and I think I still don't know. I even started watching this with my wife, like after we did it, um, because I because I was intrigued with at least the pilot, like the the kind of like themes they had going. Like you could see that this could be funny, mm-hmm. you know. A lot of a lot of pilots aren't like super fleshed out like we talk about shows that really come into their own like in like second season but um i was like okay it's it's mini kaling it's 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 probably funny but by the finale it the whole show feels totally different where it was like it was like silly kind of lovable mindy who's obviously a bad person in the pilot Mm-hmm. But you kind of like her anyway, like because it's silly, like a, like a, like an it's it's always sunny or something, you know. He's like these are awful people, but like mm-hmm. it's it's silly. You're into it, like you you get where it could go. And then by the end of this, it was just like a a zany, um, like Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, where just weird things. It was it was like it's like Family Guy live action, where just lots of weird. <laughs> things happen for seemingly no reason it, just mm-hmm. the whole tone of the show changed yeah i weird you know when you say when you say mindy project joe my first thought is sitcom i feel like for the most part unless it's just an amazing sitcom i think mm-hmm. they all just leave my brain so fast yeah yeah because it's just that. like sitcoms are dumb um and especially <laughs> ones like mindy project which is yeah kind of all those things you just said where mm-hmm. it's kind of like does this even fit is she, she's like a, a little too mean mm-hmm. <laughs> or like mm-hmm. uh, and whatnot so i didn't even 
I, I mean, yeah, my uh, my sitcoms that I wrote down that we did like almost didn't even come into to play in my first and worst because they just had to like be so egregious or so good. And I feel like so many of them were middling. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have do too much have... to add about the mini project. Besides, I that is a very solid uh, candidate for the worst one. Yeah. I was just gonna say I do have I do have maybe a runner up superlative award for um best cameo uh which is Rob McElhenney, speaking of it's always sunny, in who plays the like who officiates their wedding yeah. in yeah. the finale. <laughs> that was fun. It's pretty dope. <laughs> that was fun. Um I guess it's my turn to talk about monk now. Mm-hmm. Go for it. So just tear down maybe, Shaloub. <laughs> maybe I'm gonna maybe I'm gonna no, be nitpicky wings. or something or not, but I think my biggest problem with Monk is the show itself and how it's put together. Uh, <laughs> the biggest and, problem with and, Monk is itself. Just the all of it. Well, I, I recall <laughs> while we I recall when we did the the episode, uh, I I compared it to it's like Mr. Magoo meets Sherlock Holmes, you mm-hmm. know. And so yep. much of the first episode, looking back, had to have so many just just convenient things either happen for him to like solve the case and or just things that didn't make sense at all. If you recall, the first episode was the the one where the um the guy that was running for mayor, like his bodyguard got shot, but then they thought he would they were trying to kill the mayor, and then it turns out that it was like his campaign manager or somebody that's right who was like mm-hmm. hiring these people to kill him <clears throat> but then they like recreated that whole scenario like in the square from the beginning and like proved that there was no way to figure out where the gunshot came from mm-hmm. and then like then a gunshot happened and then someone heard it and knew where it was coming from <laughs> and that's how they figured it out like almost exactly what they had said wasn't going to work uh, and then his uh, sec, not his secretary, his PA, that lady, I can't remember what her name was now. Um, she like chased the bad guy into like the sewers for no logical reason whatsoever. Like it's just so many <laughs> weird things, like so many illogical things have to happen. So like Monk can jump through his like Sherlock hoops while he's like Mr. Magooing all over the town mm-hmm. kind of thing. So <laughs> That already was, like, annoying to me. I was just like, okay, but this is kind of fun. Like, at least the first episode was, like, fun and whatnot a little bit besides that. But then we get to the last episode where he finally unwraps his dead wife's, like, tape and (laughs) listens to it after it's been there for, like, how many seasons? And they're just like, oh, uh, look at this. We don't even have to go find the MacGuffin. It's just right here. (laughs) Everything we needed uh, to know. (laughs) <laughs> everything we need to know this whole time isn't it convenient that we can just wrap all of this up right now let me magoo my ass all around town again <laughs> to like catch the killer his wife's murder. Mm. who is coach of all which yeah. is the only redeeming quality is it's coach <laughs> which is fun <laughs> oh man um, i can't wait for that to be streaming somewhere like and this is i mean jimmy i'll tell you this right now tony shalhoub is great 
he did a good job like in the show and he was really funny it's just the stretches that that show needed to do to make everything work i'm like there's no way that the next hundred episodes or however many there were in the show i feel like they're all like this aren't they (laughs) they just gotta be so 125 probably that is one thing about that those kind of shows is that they they just have that like rhythm yeah that they just have that formula that they do every time yeah Mm -hmm. that's a the problem you get in when you're deciding to do some sort of like procedural you if it's detective cop Mm -hmm. i don't know whatever so become predictable it just became it, it was i mean it was predictable from the get-go and not just like you knew what was going to happen, but it was just predictable that something just so convenient was going to happen that almost defies your logic while watching it. Mm-hmm. So unless you're just turning off the thinking part of your brain while watching it, you're just kind of like, come on, what? No, the tape was there for 125 <laughs> episodes and he finally just opened it. Mm-hmm. Not happening. It was Bruce Monk. Willis the whole time. Yeah. And then he like finds his ex-wife's like long lost daughter and like Oh, I didn't even talk about that. Oh god. That's just <laughs> weird because he's like trying to soak up every moment with her, but like oh, she's man. like, I didn't even know my mom, let alone you. Like who who are you? Yeah, I mean in that part at least in a in a like a in a way kind of like fits the monk character of him mm-hmm. just not understanding boundaries and like just being <laughs> sure. super weird. But that it was just uncomfortable. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Him him doing that. He's got I'm going to quit my job and go to Vancouver with you for 2 weeks and she's like, "Dude, no." <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. That's, uh, that's, I don't yeah. need. I don't need that. I'm an adult. Yep. <laughs> I'm 45. <now. laughs> She's like 20-some. Okay, but that's it. That's my monk rant. Fine. I guess. <laughs> I get it. It was definitely. Um, if you guys ever go back and and start Psych, Psych is like has a similar. I mean, it's like the detective like. Um guys that they're just figuring out you know crazy unsolvable cases but it's Mm -hmm. but everything's much more tight it there's there's not there's like never a loose end it like the things like that don't happen like the yeah explaining why things explaining away things and then have to have that same thing happen (laughs) that Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff doesn't happen and it's like it's just like yeah Watching Monk made me more interested in Psych. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. But I do think Psych probably has a lot. Oh, probably owes a lot to shows like Monk that came before. Because mm-hmm. it's the same exact. They have their formula. And by like the seventh season of that show, you're, you can start to call things, even though they are. Things are still kind of left field. Like you just mm-hmm. see a character and you know, like. Oh, it's um, it's uh Billy Zane. Oh, he's for sure the bad guy. <laughs> it's Billy Zane. Yeah, I mean shows obviously. like that. Yeah, number one, if it's Bill Billy Zane's in a show for one episode, he did it. Yeah. Obviously, 
Yeah. But or just real life. I just see him in real life. My man, he's up to something shady. <laughs> you wait, you've seen Billy Zane in real life? No, but if I do And, I'm, and what did he steal that's from when you? I'll what? Know. Okay. The moment I see him, that's when I'll know my wife has been murdered. The <laughs> lights go out. Your your lights go out, someone's dead and Billy Zane walks by and you're like, Holy shit, you did casually it casually walks by me. Oh god, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll go. Uh, my worst, uh, like I said, is crazy ex-girlfriend. Uh, loved the pilot. Thought the pilot was hilarious. It was fast-paced. There was funny songs right up <laughs> my alley. It wasn't even like cheesy like music. It was like, this is funny, original stuff. Like kind of Flight of the Concords meets something else. <laughs> yep, pitch perfect. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, m- more something more rom commy. Um, and then the finale was just the opposite of all those things. It was way slowed down, um, and there was no, almost no music at all, and almost no jokes at all. <laughs> it was very. I serious. would agree with you. On that point, like it was really disappointing to me that there wasn't like a just a plethora of music in the last episode. Obviously, they needed to finish their story or whatever, but it's just like this show is music, right? Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I don't know. I and it the reason why I put this and Mindy together were for the exact same reason of this show was not the same show at the end. At least in the finale, where Mindy probably had been like that for a while, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, at a certain point, I guess you run out of you run out of material <laughs> to sing. Like, I mean, maybe, but you did sign up for that, you know. Yeah, you'd think you'd have that figured out going into it. Yeah, I would have expected a big like closing number, but maybe that was in the penultimate episode. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, all we had was the only music was like right in the middle or towards the beginning where it was a mashup, like medley of a bunch of seemingly the songs throughout the show. But then it was just like little snippets of each song that you had already heard and that we obviously didn't know anything about. And that was it. Yeah, a vocal clip show, if you will. And then just this extremely slow drag of an episode to the end like where she's where she's just dragging her feet on choosing between these three guys and then it was weird time jumps that were tough to follow because the time jumps themselves were not like chronological so you never really knew where you were in the timeline ah and they (laughs) and they had clearly added like a hundred characters and they're trying to jump between them and not really, not really giving anyone a good send off. So it's like, why even do this? Just to make you sad, Jimmy. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of sad. I I will say I do still want to go back and like watch a season or two and, and hear some, hear some funny songs. Hear some good music. Yeah. Um, okay, so now, changing gears, 
go into what we think was the best first and last of the season. Um, yeah. Is anyone hung up on one or two shows? Or do we all have a solid one to choose from? I think I had like a solid one. Yeah. Okay. What is yeah. it, Joe? I had the good place. Oh, mm. nice. Cool. I do as well. Oh, oh, nice. Definitely was in my running for sure. Um, my other, I, I'm going to say supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was, uh, you know, what was funny is I was reading our rules because uh, we, because believe it or not, listeners, we have rules to how we do some of these things, and. And the very first bullet point is best and worst for a first and last is we pick, we all pick the best and worst FNL, not based on the show itself, just judging the FNL. Mm-hmm. And here's the deal. I just can't this season. <laughs> I spent 15, I, I spent 15 seasons with Supernatural. Honestly, I really, really enjoyed that last episode. There was some stuff that they maybe could have cleaned up or done a little bit better, but mm-hmm. they also had COVID and like had a, they shrunk the last season a little bit. And so... Some of that's not their fault, sure. Uh, but I love Supernatural, yeah. So I had a the Supernatural it. ending for sure wasn't bad. It was not bad, no. It was good, not bad. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> you dare say? Dare I say? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Excellent. Um, well, here let me let me just talk about Supernatural, so then we can get into this like good place conversation with both of you. Then. Mm-hmm. Um, First episode of Supernatural is, I think it sets up, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a two brothers fighting, fighting demons with their brotherly, uh, you know, tensions and whatnot, because it's their, uh, they're kind of like disconnected at the beginning. And so various things, there's the pre, the prelude or whatever with the mom burning on fire on Mm. the ceiling. And then there it goes know. to like 20 years later. I think it's like 20 where they're in. Uh, Sam is in college and Dean is a hunter running around and he comes and finds Sam and is like, hey, you need to help me find dad. So it brings them together, gives them a reason to do something. They fight. They fight a ghost, I believe, in the first episode. So it definitely shows you what they're going to do. Hey, we fight monsters. Um and then gives you a lot of exposition just about kind of their tensions together and and then their tensions with their family as a whole, trying to find their dad, whatever, whatever. So pretty solid first episode. At least it sets up the show. You know what you're going to get for sure. And if you don't like this cheesy WB, you know, half superhero, fast like, half like monster bromance show, uh, then you know you're not going to like Supernatural. And then the final episode I will say, is... Before we move to the final, that like first like opening, of that first five minutes of the show is like the best hook, I think, of any show we've seen, <laughs> we've watched, where, where mom is all of a sudden on the ceiling and then on fire. <laughs> it's like <laughs> just the... Like if you're not watching after that, like, dang, this is not for you. <laughs> it ends like that too. The first episode ends the same way because they kill Sam's college girlfriend in that way. Like mm-hmm. the right. 
they think they're like they killed the ghost and then now they're just gonna go find their dad and then this demon thing from their past is still some somehow within their lives or something or you know i don't know if they know it's a demon at that point but it's the yellow eyes demon guys don't worry about it the yellow eyes (laughs) demon it's the yellow eyes demon he's a crossroads demon um don't even worry don't even worry don't worry they 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 get him uh and then the (laughs) finale is i mean i'm oh man i'm reliving it right now (laughs) it's good um you know they go on a they just go on like a it's 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 almost like a normal just monster of the week episode where they're like hey there's a vampire nest you guys want to go fight vampires because they had already they had already killed they in the in the set that second to last episode they had already killed god or whatever they did um and and did all this stuff so they fought their big fight so it was like last episode. Let's uh, let's go fight some vampires because they're still they're still monsters here, even though we did all the crazy stuff. And then Dean gets killed, you know. And they have yeah. that was a long scene of like them just talking to each other while he's like impaled because he got killed in a really like unceremonious way, really. Too he just got they thought they were done, and he got like pushed back and like got stabbed in the back from like a stick or something or big pole that was sticking out yeah and then he went to heaven or yeah he went to heaven um and then it just kind of played out like dean in heaven for a little bit and then sam got to live his for someone watching the show at least you know sam wanted to live a quote-unquote normal life for really for the whole time essentially and he got to do that sort of had a kid grew old died and then was reunited with his uh with his brother and it was beautiful yeah yeah (laughs) and then the whole cast and crew said goodbye on the bridge too so it's always kind of fun when they also do that kind of stuff where they're like hey this is everyone that actually worked on here thank you for watching Mm -hmm. yeah took a little curtain call yeah that is 15 years i think 15 years of a show they deserve some form of curtain call (laughs) that's so crazy yeah so uh that's my supernatural uh shtick unless you guys have anything to add we can move on to good places. uh you know it sucked (laughs) just kidding (laughs) i thought about saying supernatural for my worst just to just as a joke (laughs) but no you can't do that uh yeah i mean you know i will i would i would probably be i'm self-aware enough to know that supernatural probably technically wasn't the best first and last uh objectively of the season but it definitely was for me so suck it (laughs) It was not the best because the best was the good place. The good place. <laughs> the best place. Best place. <laughs> well, tell me why. Um, I guess my quick things are that it's just, it was a show built to have a good first and last. Like they wanted to have um, something that they took from Lost is they wanted to have like cliffhangers at the end of each episode. So the first episode naturally leads you to want to watch more. And then I was just impressed mm-hmm. by the fir- the last episode just being that they it's just so far beyond what they were they had started, which is kind of a Michael Schur thing, who's the creator of the show, is he wanted to make shows that weren't just like you know like Parks and Rec, where it's just if Parks and Rec were to just stay in the Parks Department the whole time, like they had different things where they're going through different jobs and election cycles and changes in the department so in the good place it's like they start out with what's her name eleanor 
Eleanor's Mm -hmm. um, trying to figure out like why she's in the good place when she's not supposed to be. And then by the end, it's like they're having a philosophical discussion about like what it means to just disappear into the ether. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It just felt like it was just like on a different level. And I think it just, um, I think Mike sure does good first and lasts. At least yep. for what I look for in a first and last. Yeah. I mean, yeah. As far as as far as the first and last goes, it's just kinda like how do you end a show where everyone is already dead? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and 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 yeah, it's so the way they did it is so thoughtful and like thought provoking and and just and just cool. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, yeah, they could have gone a, a completely different route, essentially, and done like a, everyone's alive again, and that was the end, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, which is what we were seem... kind of predicting, and it and it wasn't yeah. bad at all. Yeah, which is good because it seems like we were predicting. Presu- I mean, if we we came up with it in like a couple minutes mm-hmm. each of what our predictions are, so it's obviously the obvious choice. Mm-hmm. So it's good mm-hmm. that they mm-hmm. did not do that, and it still was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they they still left it. You leave it kind of open too, like you said. Like it, it, they just kind of float through. They go through this door and and disappear. And you don't. They kind of leave you deciding like what what kind of is happening to them without ever like over explaining. Like some shows wrap up when it's just like too tight a bow. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, and and all the while being so funny and so well written, and like just um, um, what's her name? Kristen Bell is amazing, and um, Ted Danson. Ah, it's just an excellent, excellent cast. Yeah, the cast in that show is so good. Yeah, is that it? That's all That's the praise it. you have. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I praise I, I praise Supernatural more than you guys. Praise good place, I'm just yeah, yeah I will I will say it's the I think the only show of this season that I actually like watched a few episodes of after we were done. Nice. Didn't keep Have up. Have you finished Frasier yet? <laughs> no, I haven't mm-hmm. haven't finished Frasier and eventually fell off of the good place, but you know, for me that's pretty good. Yeah, for you, that's actually really good. <laughs> yeah. Did you, before we take the, a break um, and get back to Superlatives, did you watch shows from the season, Jimmy? I was just going to ask you the same thing. I don't... I, well, so I said I, I started to watch The Mindy Project after, but I fell off of that. Um, I know, Josh, you, you are you still watching Man in the High Castle? Yeah, I mean, not including the finale, I have one episode left. So I have the second to last episode left. Okay. I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see once I finish it, if I'm like, cool, I know what happens. And I just finish it the second to last episode because I've already seen it or if I rewatch the finale or not. But nice. Uh, that that show might come up in my uh, next batch of awards. Oh, so. OK. Well, then I won't make you talk about it. Yeah, uh, from this from this season, I didn't. Uh, even though I, there was a lot of good shows that we watched, I did not. Um, I did not start any. I'm all, I also finished Buffy finally this season, and I've picked up The Strain again. <laughs> Wait again, from way back. 
God, it's, that's like it's, season one. It's actually it's so good, you guys. It's really good. Uh, so I'm gonna blow through that, and then right. we'll see. <laughs> and then maybe, maybe I'll go back. Cool. All right. Well, hey, we're gonna take a little bit of a break, and then we're gonna get back with some more awards because we just got a lot of love to give. All right. We'll be back in just a second. And we're back with the final part of the first and lasties coming at your faces. <laughs> Watch out. It's going to get you. Uh, we're going to do protect yourself. Our, uh, our, our little special awards our uh, superlatives, if you will. Superlatives. I will. Superlatives. <laughs> Superlatavis. Super. Latavis. Super la lat ives. This is this bit. This bit. This bit isn't working. Um, so we do. We each have three awards to give out. I have three. Yeah, I've got three. Cool. So why don't we do a? We normally what do you do? A little round robin scenario here. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Joe, you started going first with your best and worst. So, Jimmy, why don't you go oh. first with uh, one of your special Twist. awards? Okay. Um. So this morning, I uh, went back and listened to our our very first first and last to see what what kind of things we did. Oh, to Fraser. Um, no. To, oh, to the first, oh, the, the sorry, first, the first, and first, first and lasties. Yeah, mm, got it. Spoke. Um, and <laughs> and it, it it's just a funny it's just a funny episode. But we did um, <laughs> a lot of a lot of great superlatives in that one. So I wanted to go back to one. We did, which I believe was you, Josh, um, was a piccolo award for a piccolo, ah. <laughs> which I feel like we haven't had in a while. A good piccolo. No, no we haven't. Um, so I does, a na- does a Nazi in the high castle count as a good piccolo? <laughs> I mean, I don't think still any... a Nazi. Or... Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I don't think none, they're they're all still Nazis, so it doesn't really like count. We need to redefine for the listeners what a piccolo is. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, it's so it's a <laughs> it's a reference to Dragon Ball. I guess Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball. Yeah. Well, uh, I th- well, because in Dragon Ball, Piccolo is a bad guy, and in Dragon Ball Z, he's not. Yeah, that's right? kind of where he's I hesitated. Yeah. So in the Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z universe, uh, Piccolo is this like green alien who was uh, the villain for the first part of the story. But then later becomes like buddies with the heroes and joins their side, even though he's still uh, an alien. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so we've kind of been using it as a term to describe uh, mostly in like sci-fi or action shows where like the villain is all of a sudden part of the good guys now. Right. And we've had we've had a lot. Apparently, this is like a common trope. Apparently, because you see it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is, it, it kind of counts. It's, um, it's from the show Santa Clarita diet, which really in all fairness, like by the end of that show, Drew Barrymore herself is kind of a piccolo It's <laughs> because <laughs> she's a zombie, but she's also like the good guy, like in the good guy side, you know, it's mm-hmm. not like 
humans versus zombies. It's like let's let's humanize zombies, kind of in a way. Mm-hmm. But so, <laughs> but the pickle that I picked was um, the character Gary, who is played by um, Nathan Fillion in the first episode, and then voiced by Alan Tudyk, and he's just this zombie head by the end who like works with them or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a villain because he was like, he was like creeping on Drew Barrymore in the first episode. Right. He was yeah. a villain because I think he was trying to like sexually assault her basically. Right. In the first episode. And then that's where like, she right. like ate him. Yeah. And then she ate him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, you know, lesson learned. And now he, like, as a head, like, does, like, logistics and stuff for them. Yeah. That was a good guy. Good <laughs> I do, I good do like that. Good head. I do like that he was Nathan Fillion in the beginning, and then he's voiced by Alan Tudyk, who is also just a co-star of Nathan Fillion's from Firefly. So Right. That, and that was the culmination uh, of my, oh, the, my long setup to do Firefly yeah. when it was, again, my turn to pick a show. And you right. guys did not know. Yeah, kudos to that. They you really pulled the wool over our eyes on that one. So <laughs> good I job. Could, I could be doing it to you right now. You don't know. I I I I, uh, I encourage it. I hope you do. <laughs> um all right. Good one. That was a good one. Okay. I'm gonna do my next one. Uh my first one. My first one is the it's more of the same, but like that's fine award. <laughs> Okay, interesting. Basically, what I would say is that award title would be someone says, should I watch this show? And you'd be like, yeah, I mean, it's like more of the same, but like, you know, that's fine. Okay. That's how I would describe this show. Okay. Do you know what show I'm talking about? Not a clue. More of the same, but it's fine. Um... I'll give you a hint. Man in the High Castle? It's in the sitcom section. Oh. I was going to say Man in the High Castle because I know you've watched more of that. I mean... Fuller House. Yes, Jimmy. Fuller House. (laughs) Fuller House is just Full House again. It's more of the same. If you like Mm -hmm. Full House, you're going to like Fuller House. But you know what? That's fine. Yeah. I get it. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It's a long roundabout way of <laughs> me saying what I said when we watched the show and saying it again. Um, I thought I, I enjoyed Fuller House enough. I liked Full House just fine. And if you like that, it's more of the same. Yeah. Like, I want to think that, like, Fuller House is a step down from Full House just because it's not, it's like part of the reboot, you know culture and it's now on netflix but really it's not it's just as good (laughs) (laughs) right it really all just comes down to whether or not you liked full house it's it's i would i just would love i would love to know if someone watched fuller house and who who loved full house and went i hate this show because i what changed in your mind or something i wouldn't be able to get it but yeah that was my first one nice joe cool um, I think I'm going to give my first award. Um, we'll start with kind of the icky one. Uh, this is <laughs> the award for what? like most, 
most upsetting show experience? <laughs> oh, <think> oh. Per- <laughs> yeah. oh, oh no, we broke Joe. <laughs> I know there was a show that you didn't really like that much, but I don't think that would be upsetting, upsetting. to you. Yeah, uh, upsetting was uh, the specific word that came to mind when I was thinking of this. Would it be what? like slasher or like a horror one? I don't mm. think there was no big spiders in that and there wasn't any gratuitous <laughs> sex really this whole season, yeah. maybe. So I will say that think... like uh Santa Clarita Diet was like a close runner up because they did have like a weird like it was like a meatball spider thing in like the finale. Oh that's right. <laughs> oh yeah, God. It was close. And it was like a pet by the end. Yeah. But more upsetting than that. Oh, Twin Peaks? It's got to be Twin Peaks. Yeah, definitely the <laughs> final episode, just the entire final episode of Twin Peaks, uh, when I don't even know how to describe it. They go to that weird, like... The curtain room? Curtain room. With... I think it's basically hell. I was I was going to describe it as hell, but like I don't know if it was supposed to be hell for the characters, On but the it was way like... To hell hell for me because it's just like <laughs> it's just nightmare fuel like he's like stuck in this room and like he's running around through different rooms when it's all the same room and there's like weird characters in there and they're like speaking backwards and like wow. the missing girl is in there she's like making weird faces it was super creepy and i didn't understand it at all and <laughs> the combinations of those things just was very upsetting to watch. Um, I watched a couple more episodes of Twin Peaks afterwards. I just, it's so nice. weird that I think I can watch one episode of Twin Peaks like a month. So I'll be done <laughs> with Twin Peaks, you know, in a couple of years. But, um, <laughs> and then you can start the, and then I can start the reboot or the, yeah, the, the continuation, the, I the guess. Continuation. But that, that old red curtain room is in, earlier episodes Mm. so it's not new to the last so yeah right so just in case you were wondering if it's it gets weird before that yeah if it's uncomfortable throughout joe yes yeah (laughs) but that's like it's just david lynch i think though he's his stuff is just kind of twisted and creeps you out Mm -hmm. like i'm trying to think have you seen any other of his things i don't think i have i don't think i've seen any of his movies isn't mulholland drive david lynch yeah it is mm-hmm. yeah well that and, and that's and oh, that's weird and uncomfortable for sure yeah <laughs> Sim- similar vibe <laughs> <laughs> i liked it though definitely okay. uh jimmy i guess Good we're one. around to your second my second uh is just called two wrapped two <laughs> Two unwrapped, starring Scott Summers, hosted by isn't that that candy show? Yeah, wrapped, but it's too wrapped. Two. This is this show was just too wrapped up, neatly with a bow. Uh. Orphan Black. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did like that show. I want to go back to that. At um, some point. Power Rangers Ninja Storm. <laughs> Close second. <laughs> Uh, Royal Pains. Yeah. I almost yeah. thought about that. Uh, yeah. With, uh, what was his name? I wanted to say Dimitri, but that wasn't the mobster's name who wasn't a mobster. Yeah. The German guy. 
Yeah. 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 It it was just everything. It was just very cookie cutter. Like here's the outcome that you wanted for every single character handed mm-hmm. to you. It's like you didn't. Did you even need to to film it? Like <laughs> yeah. Um, and like that main character like just couldn't stop smiling because everything was working out he also couldn't keep his shoes on (laughs) dr dr hank that's who it was yeah hank yeah i I, yeah i could see that that uh i feel like the first episode was intriguing on that show and then the last episode was like how is this mobster still a good guy how is everyone getting gifted mansions and then (laughs) yeah yeah. And then Hank just goes to Africa. Was was it Africa where the Julia or Julie or whatever her name was was a uh, yeah there? Jill. He just like Jill. Yeah, and He's, he just went and like picked her up and was like, "Hey, yeah, he just what's went, up?" Had coffee with her and was like, "Hey, but what if we got back together though and you moved back to my mansion or whatever?" Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whatever. However, it happened. He's, it was ridiculous. He's like, "I need an ending here." <laughs> yep. Everything needs to be the perfect, perfect end to this show in this one finale. It it was the exact opposite of, like, if The Good Place was, like, like perfect way to do an ending, this was exactly the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Too wrapped. Too wrapped. I get it. Um, my next one was the... Stop trying to make me sympathize with evil award. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> uh super like I was going to say like dare I say man in the high castle? You do and you would be correct, Joe. <laughs> oh. Just very sympathetic man. Nazis. <laughs> just John Smith like the mate, he's freaking like the Reich Marshal of the he's the lead Nazi in America. He's uh-huh. number uh-huh. 1 American Nazi. And you watch I think uh, when I was like third episode to the last, there's a lot of stuff with like him and his wife Mm -hmm, mm kind of go. It it goes between like Juliana and her stuff. And then John Smith, the the lead Nazi in America. Mm -hmm. And those are essentially the two big story points Mm -hmm. that are kind of being that have at least been there from the beginning. And you watch him Mm -hmm. and you like, I'm just, you're just like, "Ah, man, You've really had a hard time, man. Like, <laughs> I just want you to. I just want like it's something good to happen to you. But then you're like, his name is you're John a, Smith. He's a, yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> the, well, like he's an American guy. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't think he's the same John Smith. But his name <laughs> is just John seems Smith. So lazy. Okay, sorry. I he's put it I, in the I, placeholder. It seems kind of we'll lazy, but I, later. <laughs> I could see them giving him them. He gave that they gave him such a like basic, like bland just, American a, name, just uh-huh. a bland American white name. American name, yeah. just because yeah. he is like it's just very. They're trying to hit home that he's not German. I mm-hmm. think sure, like right away. So sure, but yeah, w- the interactions with him and his wife and how his family goes and the decision he has to make and his like inner turmoil. You're yeah. just like ah. I like don't like that I like you yeah. and that I like want good for you. Well, You're even, a Nazi. Like that's like character wise, but even because I've seen the first season and even like politically, like there's a whole storyline about there's a subplot to kill Hitler. Um, but if they kill Hitler, it'll start off the war again. So it's actually like better if Hitler lives. <laughs> 
Um, so it puts yeah. you in like a weird position there where you're like, you know, like hoping that Hitler survives. <laughs> yeah. At some point they have you rooting for Hitler in this <laughs> yeah. show, Jimmy. Wow. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> I mean, not like historically, but, but to set you up. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. To, to set you up in a way that you as a watch of viewer think feel feelings. Yeah. yeah. You as a viewer are like, oh man, if Hitler stays alive, things will just be a little bit better. Yeah. And that's not a thing anyone should have ever thought or said. Right. And, and at the same time, the world. and at the same time, not cheapening that like Nazis are bad. Like right. Nazis are still bad, but you know, it's complicated. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, and don't, and don't get me wrong. There's no point in this show that they like pretend like Nazis are good yeah, or, yeah. you know, or anything like that. They don't you, do You got to see both sides. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. No, they're not assholes. They just, um, they just definitely show you like John Smith and his family and what they did and how the decisions that they made to get to where they are. Mm hmm. Um, because he fought in the he fought for the United States in World War Two, like mm. he was not a interesting. So it's it, it's interesting, but he also fought for the United States and then rose to become the lead Nazi <laughs> in America. So top knots, top knots. <laughs> well, with that, I guess it's your turn, Joe. What's your second one? Um, I was gonna do uh, I think which I think we've done like similar awards to this in the past, but uh, this one is for best use of music. Ooh. So not necessarily a best song, but we had a lot of shows this season that make good use of music to like either set mood. Sometimes it's um, like licensed songs and other times it's just like killer score. Um, like some runner ups I had was like Twin Peaks where it's got like that weird like synth score. Uh, Twin Peaks sound, yeah, yeah, that that's good. Um, and like Glow had some songs that are like from that era, and then, like especially like the theme song, like Hit Me with Your Best Shot, like really sets the tone for the show. Mm-hmm. I have two thoughts about this award, Joe. Mm-hmm. My first one is Mad About You because that theme song is a banger. Yeah, killer theme song. <laughs> um, but besides the theme written, song, written I guess by I, Paul Reiser. Yeah, which is weird. <laughs> um. But besides that theme song, there's I I wouldn't say anything about music and Mad About You's maybe mm-hmm. anything special. The other one, maybe it's just the theme song, but I thought there's other music. But Freaks and Geeks just has good music for the era that it's supposed mm-hmm. to be in. Yeah, Freaks and Geeks is the winner. Nice. Oh hey, hey, there we go. Because yeah, not just the theme song, but like they had like specific like needle drop moments, uh, especially in that first episode, like um. I think of, uh, they play like that sticks. Is it sticks both times? Uh, they play Renegade. I, I forget so. who it's yeah. by, but like when they're like that going sticks. to the fight, that sticks. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, like just the, you know, the slow motion walk up of the kids going to this fight with that Renegade song playing, like super like, <laughs> it, it's like at once like funny but also like kind of badass that these like nerds are like walking up <laughs> with this theme music. Uh, and then, mm-hmm, of course, yeah. the ending of the pilot, which it is um, "Come Sail Away," um, which wraps around the like the main geek trying to ask his 
big crush to dance uh, and he thinks it's going to be a slow song and he's nervous <laughs> yeah. about it but then it turns into a fast song by the second half of come sail away and it's that was so oops. good yeah just like it just doesn't work without the music um, <laughs> right right and they did the the 70s uh dance routine thing and the finale well, yeah there's a lot of disco and stuff in the finale yeah, the disco and stuff oh that's which right. is funny because that was like against what they were like about in the beginning they mm-hmm, like specifically mm-hmm. talk about how shitty disco is throughout the whole thing and then they like at least jason siegel embraces disco then yeah. at the end mm-hmm. oh man i need to go back and actually watch that show it's really mm-hmm. bringing me yeah, yeah short too. too yeah yeah nice that's a great one um okay should we're doing last ones now yeah do your do your last award lasties um my last award is for best nude best nude best nude is it a tasteful (laughs) nude glow (laughs) (laughs) there is a lot of nudity in glow i just it's the only that's the only shit tv show i can remember that there was nudity in (laughs) it's not glow (laughs) um it's not Twin Peaks when you see the dead girl, is it? Ooh. Ooh. I'm just trying to like go through with the, the nudes. It's not. Every time when I saw an episode and I saw some skin and I thought, ah, oh, Joe hates this. I was like, which? <laughs> I, uh, there was a sex scene in Slasher. There was also oh, a sex scene it? in Mad About You. Yes, there was. Uh, and best nude goes to Paul Reiser's nipples in uh, <laughs> Mad About You. And he's just like laying in bed too. Saw a lot of like nips. no reason. <laughs> Which is very uncomfortable. Like definitely more uncomfortable than any of those other scenes that we named. <laughs> Paul Reiser's nips out. It seemed it seemed a little obtrusive. Uh I feel like I, I'm just glad that Mad About You got an award. Yeah, good yeah, for them. For sure, for sure. Because I was, I will say, I, I had a heavy debate giving it a bangin' theme song award, but I didn't give it that. Sure. There you go. So That's good. nude. I'm, I'm glad at least <laughs> Paul Reiser's nipples can win an award on first and last. Uh, it's in the mail, so, Paul. So good for them. Uh, all right, well, my last one is the Friday Night Fright Award. Friday what, Night Fright. What does that mean exactly? Get, you want to get you want to get scared on Friday night? Friday Night Fright. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So it's just like the spookiest show we watched? No, not necessarily. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we did have a good number of spooky shows. Yeah, we did have a good number of spooky shows. I just don't want to give it away until I reveal the show. So you got a guess of a show? Um, I'm going to guess Slasher, I think. Yeah, I guess my initial thought was Slasher, but fair enough. I don't know. Um, for two reasons I named this show, which is Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Friday Night Fright Award goes to that. Number one, if I, my this whole award is based on my memory that that show was on on Friday nights. Ah. Wasn't it? I don't know. I'm thinking I'm, it was part I'm, of the SNCC lineup, which was like Saturday nights. But 
Maybe it, I watched it on probably the both. reruns or something. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there are reruns on Friday. I'm sure I've seen this show on Friday night. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Friday Night Fright. It's kind of a funny, like, tongue-in-cheek because obviously Are You Afraid of the Dark's not scary. But when you were watching it mm. as a kid, it was definitely anxiety-inducing for sure um, because you're little and you don't understand that all of this is silly. So I don't know. Some yeah. of them are pretty dark. <laughs> I recall. I recall watching "Are You Afraid of the Dark" on Friday nights at some point in my life as a young child, and mm-hmm. that kind of just brought it up. How fun! How fun that show was. Just like scary shows for kids are not that common. You know, mm-hmm. Goosebumps and "Are You Afraid True. of the Dark." I feel like those are it. Mm-hmm. So, "Are You Afraid of the Dark"? It's, it's the Friday night walk. fright. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I can't imagine that show airing today. Yeah. Fine line between like entertaining spooky kids show and just like traumatizing children. (laughs) Yeah. 100%. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Cool. So that's that. Joe, what's your last one? Uh, So my last one um, is an award for uh, best transplant opportunity. Um. This is kind of a fun gimmicky one, but I tried to imagine like if you could take uh the main character or main characters from a show and put it in a different show setting mm. um from the shows that we've done this season uh like what's the best combination Because uh, I feel like we had a lot of good interesting settings and also interesting like lead characters that you could make some pretty nuts matchups um so this so, so putting this is so what you're saying shows, is technically technically characters. yeah the the award would go to the characters from one show and the setting from another show hmm. They'll so both you're, get what you're saying is putting paul riser and helen hunt into the man in the high castle that that that's it right there. exactly yeah that's uh, a lot of my runners up were just yeah just throw the characters in man in the high castle <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, interesting. What, okay, <laughs> what if Paul great. Reiser was the the head Nazi in Castle? I <laughs> See, mean, come on, a lot of opportunity there. Mister Cooper and the Man in the High Castle. Ar- he's just walking around, going, "Tell me who." He's <laughs> <laughs> just living a normal New York life. Is is the Nazi in charge of you? <laughs> Tell me why. Can I um, can I guess um, the the Fuller House ladies into mm-hmm. the roles of of the glow women. Ooh, I didn't think of that, but that is interesting that they're all still trying to like raise their families, but they're all wrestlers now. Yeah. That's a good one. Thank you. That is a good one. Um, another runner up I had was, uh, taking the three dudes in workaholics and put, putting them in the good place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Just having them try to work out like, the the afterlife that'd be interesting i haven't watched that uh, i like that uh the main cast of hanging with mr cooper moving to the ship on firefly <laughs> getting into shenanigans just like mr cooper's just walking around being like is there a basketball court on this yeah. ship or what what do we do all day it's mr cooper his childhood friend and the girl he's trying to get with just like yeah. traveling through space <laughs> yeah mr cooper in space i like it <laughs> but uh what was it so i yeah uh again 
man in the high castle is just ripe for this is the most interesting setting of just an alternate universe where yeah um nazis run the eastern united states and the japanese run the western united states so like that's the setting for sure but i think the most interesting characters um at least in terms of a show that i want to watch is take uh the dino thunder iteration of the power rangers (laughs) put them (laughs) in alternate universe like nazi america that's the show i want to see Okay, throw the you want to throw the Power Rangers into like the neutral zone in the middle of those two uh those two superpowers and just yeah. see them fight the good fight. Yeah, like I think that's like there's some untapped potential there of like give me like somewhat realistic, not realistic I guess, but just like historical fiction Power Rangers. Like <laughs> instead of having them fight Rita, have them fight Nazis. Like that is interesting to me with zords and stuff well and also i mean i was right away i was like there's no way the nazis are done right you can't fight power the nazis can't fight power rangers yeah but then i was like but depending on what point in the story mm-hmm. the nazis can transverse worlds yeah you know because they mm. I, I mean from what i've seen they of season one there's swords yeah they have some sort of like advanced technology don't they the nazis do yeah, I mean they're 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 literally messing with like the multiverse at some point. Yeah. So, so formidable opponent, and you got like Tommy is like being <laughs> the mentor for the, for the three kids. Uh, T- Tommy, the original Green Ranger, is Dr. fighting Thomas. Nazis in an alternate universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds great. Knows. That's. it's so funny i I, I, can't stop thinking about it i'm gonna be like dreaming about that tonight (laughs) i thought do it i thought another one that you might say was um the cast of freaks and geeks reading scary stories around the fire Ooh, that's good actually the the cast of workaholics sitting around a campfire (laughs) trying to tell scary stories might be good too Actually, just a workaholics episode that would have made fun of Are You Afraid of the Dark probably would have been a gem. <laughs> you know, if you guys ever do get into Psych, they do a lot of like niche trope episodes where they're like nice. based on different like genres and stuff. Mm-hmm. And some of them are like they they actually have a awesome Twin Peaks one where it's like if you don't know anything about that show or that like genre that they're spoofing you have no idea what's going on (laughs) like the rest of it's just totally just the normal show but like all they take all the little nuances and they don't like explain them you just have to know that that's what they're doing and it's they're doing a thing clever love it yeah that that's fun that they do stuff like that especially because it's just easy to do with one episode and be done Mm -hmm. yeah like if you hated it just whatever you'll watch the next one next week because you like psych so yeah uh cool well those were our other awards people people as in the listeners thank you uh but now it's time to find oh, out who that's right. between us three guessed the re- correct n- most did i say any of those <laughs> words correctly sure that's a bad sentence who won how many? Who got the most points via predictions in season seven of first and last between the three of us? Uh, just to reiterate, for fun, to go back in time, the defending champion 
of Ooh. season six was Jimmy. Oh, really? Do you remember that you, you're the defending <laughs> champion? No. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you eked out a victory uh, with 21.5 points over me with 21 points. Oh, man. Joe, you had 17 points in season six, so not your best showing. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, Underdog. I am... I'm gonna. I am going to uh, drag over this formula on my spreadsheet, and then we're going to reveal who in won. real time. Well, I mean, I'm the only one going to see it. So oh. if I lie, I lie. <laughs> but whatever. Oh, okay. Never before has anyone <laughs> received twenty four, twenty five points a season. Right. Which wow. would be which would shows. which would equal which would equal one point an episode. Mm-hmm. We cannot a hundred and eighty four five episodes uh, or four because it's eighty fifth. Has anyone ever gotten twenty five points in a season? And that is consistent to this okay. day. <laughs> okay. However, the winner of season seven with twenty four points. Ooh. So very close, so almost nearly a perfect score. Nearly a. T- kind of a perfect (laughs) in a way in a way 24 points is jimmy wins again no way yeah i thought for sure it was gonna be joe i thought it was gonna be me too i really did too and let me just make sure (laughs) i want to make sure before after i said jimmy won nope jimmy and also i'm Oh, I feel bad. We all thought it was going to be Joe. Joe, you got third place. <laughs> oh, man. People's really? champion. With half a point less than you got last season. 16.5 points. <laughs> you just had Going like... Down. I think we thought it was going to be you, Joe. You started off pretty bad. You had three <laughs> zeros in a row, <laughs> followed by two points. Um, and then you just kind of did okay for about the next... 16 episodes okay but then the last five episodes you got three points two points two points one point and one point so you were crushing it in the last five episodes yeah just building on for next season yeah but it was not enough story Mm -hmm. so jimmy wins with 24 points i come in second place with 19.5 which isn't too bad but and then joe very far in third (laughs) 16.5 double champ double champ jim good job losers (laughs) oh man (laughs) sorry i mean i I mean i guess (laughs) i guess we earned that i'm gonna still hurts i'm gonna train in the off season (laughs) do we have an off season (laughs) before next week you're gonna yeah yeah (laughs) joe we have an off season you got six days (laughs) So, well, <laughs> congratulations, Jimmy. Way to oh, win season you. seven. Thank you. Uh, presumably, it was well-deserved. You just oh, had a definitely. lot of you had a lot of two-point episodes. I think it, that's what brought it home. Hmm. That's good, because I felt like I had a lot of zero episodes. So I guess you got to you make it. You did have a couple zero. You had uh, at least a third of, not a third, maybe maybe like a fourth of them were zeros. But you also had like six, maybe even seven two-point episodes. So mm. 
That really drove your uh, average up. The layup. That's my shot. That's right. Way to go. <laughs> so, well, that's going to, I guess that's it. That's going to do it for season seven. A first and last. Uh, well, we're going to, we're going to take a rest on the off season for exactly one yeah. week. <laughs> and we'll see you again next Wednesday. And well, if you want to get in on this, uh, this exciting show, fantastic uh, uh podcast that we got you can write us in at f and l podcast on the gmails or on the twitters and you can do a show suggestion listener talking to you craig craig I hope t nelson yeah, yeah coach <laughs> i know coach listens now um but yeah, if you want to give us show suggestions, please do. Um, also, you can just get a hold of us and uh, tell us uh, nice things. Talk about the. Let us know if you've tried that uh, spaghetti hot dog yet, <laughs> or 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 any other comments in general. Um, also, if you're on uh, the podcast app of your choosing, throw that finger over there and pick a number and rate us that number because that's what we deserve. Thank you. We appreciate that. I'm sure it helps. Something. I don't know. I don't know how science works. So <laughs> we'll figure it out. But that is season seven. We'll see you next week for the start of season eight. Goodbye. I'm still the only one that says goodbye. 185 episodes. 185 episodes. I'm still the only one that says goodbye. <laughs>